0: Welcome to Beaver Does Movies, James Beaver here once again, episode 49, and today is a solo episode. So what this is, is I will be checking out movies on the TV application, which is a free app which allows people to watch movies with a couple of advertisements. And from what I find from checking this out, there's a lot of shit. Like a lot of terrible shit. You sometimes get a dime in the in the rough in these uh, in this app, but oftentimes I find nothing but garbage. So what I've decided to do is, in commemoration of the upcoming It Chapter Two, uh, I've noticed in checking the horror section on Tubi TV that there's a lot of clown movies. And so since one of the best clown movies is coming out in the in the next couple of days when this is out, I've decided to check out. The clown movies of Tubi TV. So sit back and relax. Because we're about to do some clowning around. And what this entails is. I will pick movies out of random. Whatever catches my eye first. And then I will uh, watch it. And right now I have a low tolerance for bullshit. So what I'm going to be doing is. I will watch it. And until the point where I'm like fuck this. I'll stop. And then I'll give you my thoughts, especially from the time I've gotten to the movie. So it could be the whole movie. It could be the first 10 minutes. It could be the end. It could be the middle. I will uh, report back. And we're going to be doing this for, for about one to five movies, depending on how I feel. I might cut it short. I might go long. But guys... I've got my pork rinds ready i've got my dip i've got some homemade iced tea and we're going to sit back and we're going to watch and so what i'm going to do right now is i'm going to check the tubi tv app right now this is all non-pre-planned nothing like that and the first horror movie that shows up we i i'm going to watch holy shit okay so, I, I, I just checked the horror section, and there's, like, free, free like, the, the first two movies are clown movies. So, pretty much, it's all ready to go. But the first movie I'm going to watch is Circus Kane. It is a, it is a 2017 movie and it's an hour and 28 minutes that probably won't last that long, a demented circus master entices a group of social media stars to visit his house of horrors with a huge cast prize for whoever survives the night. So, hold hold on to your hands. I will be checking out this movie right now. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a fun and unique fundraising alternative? Ditch the frozen cookies, holiday calendars, and bingo balls. Have your sports team, organization, or nonprofit raise some real dough by trying a Quizler's Quiz Night fundraising alternative. Quizler's is a 12-round fun and interactive quiz game experience. Teams are formed and compete against one another on a variety of exciting topics. It's interactive. It's social. It's trivia. Follow us on Facebook by searching at Quizler's, on Instagram at Quizler's Winnipeg, or call us today at 204-793-4202. Mention the discount code BEAVERDOESMOVIES to receive 15% off your next Quizzlers booking. And we are back with uh, Circus Kane. And, uh, oh God, this was boring. Like the whole setup, I was like mostly looking at my phone. I'm 25 minutes and 52 seconds and nothing's happened. And it's an hour and a half movie. Um, Jonathan Lipnicki, uh, Thorough, Stuart Little... And those movies, like The Little Kid from Jeremy uh stars in this movie. They had Richard Mole from Night Court. I think that was the only scene. And then had some other dude. Uh, no Clowns. It's pretty much a jigsaw movie from what I've been reading because I actually looked it up just because I couldn't stand it anymore. So I kind of read ahead just to see what it was about and it's a pretty much a uh, jigsaw movie it's about a uh, old carnival worker named circus Kane who put on like traveling road shows like in the horror genre and he invites a bunch of social media stars uh like a, a movie actress a, a reviewer a collector a big fan and some other people and they decide to uh invite them for like a quarter of a million dollars and as I'm watching it, there's just so many, they're too on the point about horror. They're mentioning, like, all this stuff, and, oh, you don't know that, you're not a real collector. And, like I said, it's just a boring movie. It's surprising. Like, on Dread Central, they gave it 3.5 out of 5, and I don't know what movie they're watching. And I checked the uh, reviews for IMDb, and it was like a lot of twos and ones so I'm wondering if they had like a you know if they had like a pressing interest in this movie that like kind of worked for their review because I can't see what they're on about granted I only watched 25 minutes of the movie but if you're not catching me straight away then why even bother I I would want to carry it on but considering what this is we are going to go into the next one and uh just moving my cup because I just finished all my iced tea. I am more interested in my iced tea than watching this movie. So we're going back into Tubi TV. Uh, see you later, uh, Circus Kane. And there was actually one that caught my eye. And hold on, this is a 2017 27- another 2017 movie involving a clown. And this is called Geist. as in poltergeist, but with clowns. And it's the details from what I read right here is a college student with a crippling fear of clowns races the clock to to survive when an evil spirit takes the form of a clown who delivers death notices, and it has it has Sean Patrick Murray who I believe was one half of the Boondock Saints. Let me take a look, and then once that, once I've uh, confirmed this, we are going to go and talk. About Clowntergeist. I'm going to put the movie on. No, that's no, that's Sean Patrick Flannery. Who the fuck is... Uh, he's a TV producer. Okay. But anyway, so we are going to go uh, deep into Clowntergeist. Starring Sean Patrick Mur- Murphy. Murray. So we'll be right back. Alright. So I tried Clowntergeist. It took me seven minutes. And, uh, yeah, fuck that movie. Uh, so the whole, like, the entire start of the movie is some girls scared of clowns wandering around in a dark room, well, a dark house, uh the power's turned off, she's calling the boyfriend, and shit like that, and she notices a scary statue, so she calls up, uh, whoever, I, I-, I could give a fuck, and decides to... Say, hey, can I put a a thing over... Can I put a sheet over the clown because it's scaring the shit out of me? He's like, there's no clown... I don't have a clown statue. You need to get out the house. And then it's just some dude in a costume, not freaky looking. Uh, I actually have a live reaction to this fucking shit. I'll, I'll actually save it so that people can look. But that is a genuine reaction. I laughed so fucking hard. At this bullshit. It's so fucking ridiculous. Um, like I'm looking at it right now. I'm, lo- I'm looking. It's like I, seven minutes. And I have no time for foolishness. Uh, th- I, I've, gotta go. I, I've got to go. I've got got stuff to do. And I'm not spending my entire an hour and 20 minutes watching the fucking clowntergeist. Sorry guys. Uh, maybe one day if I have enough people and enough bullshit with me. So uh, there we go. Uh, so now let's uh, let's check again on Tubi TV. I'm thinking this is going to be about four to five uh, movies. Uh, maybe maybe even doing a live reaction to the movie as I'm watching it. Oh, let's see. So we have a couple of options, and there's two that's kind of out for me. So let's go. Clown Town. Uh, okay, so... This is a 2016 movie, so we're at the realm of 2017. Okay, that's that looks bad. A group of friends get stranded in a seemingly abandoned town and find themselves stalked by a violent gang of psychopaths dressed as clowns. Directed by Tom Nagel, it stars Brian Nagel. So there's a bit of uh, family love there. And uh, Oh, fuck's sake. This this not going to be good, is it? guys, uh, like I said, all these movies, if you want to, if you, if you want to torture yourself, uh, go for it, uh, they're on 2 Uh the app is uh, freely available, it's going to cost you nothing to watch this bullshit, uh, definitely check it out, and so we're going to go pause right now, and we're going to go on to Clown Town. Okay, so we're back, and yeah, this movie, l- I lasted 13 minutes double check I lasted 13 minutes and 14 seconds uh, the, the whole opening of this uh, pretty generic stuff it's uh, a girl telling a, a scary story to a couple of, girl, uh, couple of kids one girl one boy boy's his dick pulls her hair runs off and she wanders around in the dark and then out of nowhere a meat cleaver hits her in the stomach and starts stabbing her uh, that, that was like oh for fuck's sake uh, you can actually see my facial reaction from that on Instagram. I'll say, I make sure I'm doing this live. And I'll make sure I'll save it so that you can reference that in the future. Because uh, my face was <laughs> not pretty. It's not pretty usually, but I decided to... It became even worse watching this bullshit. So, surprisingly enough, I, I looked up the the facts on this, and Robert Kurtzman produced this movie. Robert Kurtzman is famous for uh, doing a lot of effects on, like, Dust Till Dawn, unfortunately, The Bye-Bye Man, stuff like that. He also directed Wishmaster, which is actually, in my opinion, underrated. I actually enjoy that movie. It's a silly movie, but I enjoy the whole gin and stuff like that. The sequels don't even bother. So, and then, we cut to a bit later, we see two workers eaten, and then we see a couple of, like, like 25 year old show up they're, they're discussing the two boys decide to go to the bathroom together cause you know shit and he, as the guy's taking a piss the guy's just showing off his engagement ring that he wants to give his girlfriend and they have a heart to heart and then he farts and then that is where I tapped out I was done, that was it, I'm done um, Clown Town if you want to check it out, it's on Tubi TV. I lasted thirteen minutes. Uh, usually, when I do these, I, c- I can usually last through movies like this. But right now, because time is of the essence, and I want to go through as many as I can, uh, my I've basically shortened my my tolerance for bullshit to a, a minimum because otherwise I'll be here all day watching shitty movies and like I said time is of, of the essence so now we are going into our fourth movie and I have not even picked one yet I didn't even look ahead so let's let's go uh I'm let's see uh, so I'm gonna go back into the horror section uh, oh do I watch that you know what let's let's go for it So we are gonna go. What I actually know of this is by Formula Entertainment, and it's called Killjoy, the Demon Clown. I've heard bad stuff about this. So what we're gonna do is I'm actually gonna take a break, and then we are for the. This is will be the fourth and final uh, movie for this episode. I'm actually gonna dedicate a, a few minutes. Kinda of just an update what's going on, stuff like that. Kinda of, kinda of a couple of words of encouragement for uh what 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 I've been doing because this is the the last episode before the fiftieth. And I kinda of just wanna have a bit of a say, but before that, we're gonna destroy myself by doing a live You know, I'm not gonna do it live. Because I'm gonna do that next week. The fiftieth episode next week. Is going to be a live commentary. And the guests are of thick and sweaty fame. Sheena and uh, Stefan Richard. Uh, Stefan Richard and his girlfriend are going to come on. And we're going to go watch a movie. I know what movie we're going to be watching. But let's just hold off on a first for now. Until the 50th. Let's make the 50th a big show. So... So while we're doing that, we're gonna do the fourth and final movie. We're gonna do Killjoy the Demon Clown. We will be right back. Okay, so I watched uh Killjoy the Demon Clown. And so I actually was surprised at this because this is actually the third movie in the in the franchise. Apparently there's uh five movies of this. Uh started in two thousand and the second movie changed actor, and then this is the third movie. Uh, the first two movies were very uh, black exploitation. They had a predominantly black cast. Uh, the main act, the main villain in the first movie was black, and it was kind of like a uh, like a like a urban you know tales from the hood style movie. And then they kind of drifted away. And so this this third movie it opens up with some old man known as the professor. Deciding to trap Killjoy. But not before he gets some extra blood out of him. And then... Starts pulling... He starts pulling out these different clowns. Including Punchy, the hobo clown. uh, Freak Show, which is some dude with a baby on the side. And then uh, Betty Boop. Who is a female clown. Who's wearing nothing... But paint. I I saw a couple of nips. And so... The professor manages to trap the uh, Killjoy the Clown into a mirror. And then so we then focus on the, uh, a female character who is now looking after the professor's house whilst he is away. And they may mention that there's no more mirrors. There's her uh, her boyfriend, uh, some guy called Zilla. And then there's the another character. But, you know, I didn't care. And so, we go from there, and it's pretty much, if you heard my previous episode, which was uh, Evil Bong, it's pretty similar in that a supernatural creature drags people into their world and tries to kill them. And so, uh, he managed to drag Zilla in and put him inside a, a boxing ring. And Zilla basically friends to beat the shit out of him. And then Killjoy is is all trying to be funny. He's not funny. I didn't even laugh once. And so from there, they introduce uh, Punchy the Hobo Clown, who has these giant-sized gloves. And it's pretty much a horror comedy. It's not funny. It's not scary. So it kind of fails on both accords. And Zilla ends, ends up surviving. And then we get some random stuff. Um, Yeah, this ain't good. Um, Maybe if I was extra stoned and I was watching it with like five guys or five friends. Or or even a five guys burger. That would actually be pretty good right now. But just, it's not fun. I lasted 25 minutes. I wanted to see where the kill was going. But they didn't even kill the guy uh, he's basically getting punched to death by the clown, but the, the gloves are so big that it, it doesn't work, and, uh, I, I do appreciate the makeup effects, the, the clowns do look, um, not really scary, but they do look outlandish enough, especially on Killjoy, he's got, like, really manic eyes, which actually reminds me of, uh, Bray Wyatt's The Fiend in WWE right now, like, the eyes, um, And, like, The Mouth, I feel like that he may have been inspired by that because this movie came out, like... This movie started coming out in 2000. But, other than that, like, it has a group feature. It'll be okay because you can get a couple of the boys around and just watch a silly movie. But, other than that, like, especially on your own, I was, like, checking from my phone the entire time, checking my watch, hoping that it would just get to the point. And so... I'm fit, you know, we well, well, yeah. I say I torture myself a bit more. I say we do a fifth and final movie and let's make sure it's it's a real piece of shit from the, from the poster. So I just watched Killjoy. You can actually, there's a lot of full moon entertainment on here, but we're not in the full moon business right now. So let's take a look. So I'm looking through right now. All the different movies. Um, actually, maybe mention a couple of this. Cannibal Farm, Ditch Day, Piranha. Uh, let's see. Day of the Mummy, Two-Headed drag- Shark Attack. Return of the Living Dead 3, which I actually really enjoy, Like, sadly enough. Uh, so let's keep going. Uh, Zoobies. Zombies. I guess that's uh, zombies in a zoo, I guess. Or some bullshit like that, I guess. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm still looking, seeing if there's any uh, clown-related stuff. But I, might, I think we might have hit a uh, glass ceiling, as they would say, because there's nothing coming through now. Uh, I might edit this for time. there uh, has got oh, there's another killjoy there, but we've already seen one. You, I've probably seen them all. Yeah, like like I said, th- this is great. If you just want to see like a piece of shit, this whole thing. Like if you really want to watch a piece of shit, and you got a couple of buddies around and you you've got a got a bit of drink in you, this is a perfect app. So I'm gonna go right back to the top. I'm gonna to type in yeah. There we go. I just so let's see. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let's go with the Funhouse Massacre. Ooh, it has uh, Robert England and Freddy Krueger himself. Uh, So this is a movie that came out in 2015, and it's six of the world's scariest psychopaths escape from a local asylum and proceed to unleash terror on the unsuspecting Patreons of a Halloween funhouse. So, I I skipped it initially, but do you know what? Let's go for it, guys. I I just probably... Wasted a minute just uh, going for, it. so we will take a break and we will be back with the fifth and final movie of the two B, TV failure spectacular with Funhouse Massacre. Be right back. So I watched uh, Funhouse Massacre. I lasted twenty minutes in this movie, and uh I was actually surprised that I didn't last that long because uh, the, the cast alone is actually pretty good. Like goddamn. So, Robert England is the, uh, the, main not the main character, but the first character you see. Uh, unfortunately, he only lasts the first 15 minutes before he's killed off. But there's other people in this movie, too, that kind of interests me. Uh, Gio Burns, um, he's been in, like, so much stuff. Uh, I'm actually just going to tell you right now. He, like, when you see the dude, you know, he's been in Justified, Breaking Bad, Burn Notice. I know mainly for Justified because he's a creep. Uh, like, he he just has that look of a creep, he's been in, like, so much stuff, but his character in Justified is just fantastic. Uh, We've also got Clint Howard as the taxidermist. So what this movie is about is uh, seven people in the the asylum, and the cool thing is, I, I have a soft spot for this, is where they introduce the characters and what they do. They did this with all the psychopaths, and, like, they show what they do, so you have, like, animal the cannibal which is kind of original but it's about a chef who chops up human fingers into his stews and then like he has a scar from being stabbed in in the eye with a fork and then you have like the, uh do, uh so, i think it's something suave uh, what's the other character's name dr suave and his whole thing is he's just like suave dentist who drills people in the face you got the taxidermist played by clint howard So you know it's a good time. And then you have uh, Rocco, who's a pro wrestler who killed people in the ring. Uh, A little bit stiff right there. He's actually the clown on the front. He's uh, Rocco the Clown. And then the final one played by Joe Boom is uh, Mental Manny, who is a cult leader that led like 200 people to, to suicide. And then the seventh and final one is the character that breaks them out uh, going by the name of Dollface. She's a female and she basically uh, kills Robert England and does away with him, which is a shame because Robert England is a treasure, but it's, you, you got to carry on the movie. Uh, and then we're, we're then introduced to uh, a, a restaurant where we meet some characters and then I, I start to trail off a bit But not through just being bored. But I was actually very interested. But uh, time is of the essence. And if I... I would have to dedicate a whole episode to this. So it wasn't... I begrudgingly stopped it. Because I wanted to see where it will go. But 20 minutes in and I didn't want to do a full uh, episode. So uh, yeah. I might actually uh, watch it later on. And give you my opinion. But I, I think it would be middle of the road. But with the actors in the movie they're pretty interesting so i do recommend uh well i don't recommend it but i do actually yeah i recommend that you guys maybe check it out so um that is it for the 2b tv failure spectacular part two clown edition revengeance i guess resurrection uh burping unfortunately and so we'll be right back. And then I'm going to do a state of the podcast uh, little chat with you guys. So be right back. And we are back. And it's been a couple of days since I recorded that. And I decided in the meantime that we should do a Q&A. So what I did was I went to Instagram and I sent off my uh, you know, Q&A. Hey, you got any questions about the podcast? ...or about the movie, and we have a couple of questions. Uh, Thank you to everyone who sent a message. So the first question is... ...Kevin Costner, genius or super genius? And my answer to that is... ...my relationship with Kevin Costner is pretty strained. Uh, I I enjoy Waterworld... ...but I generally find his movies to be something that I... ...don't look into. Uh, Untouchables is a pretty good movie um the other the other movies that he's done I'm not a big fan of and the main movie that I, I do not like of his is Robin Hood and it's a shame because I'm a man that is from Nottingham, England, uh where Robin Hood is situated. And just and like the disappointing thing is he has a great cast, has great performances. You've got Alan Rickman You've got Morgan Freeman You've got Christian Slater All killing it And it's just It's still a movie that I do not like Uh, From Brian Adams uh, Back in England Brian Adams released a song For the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves movie And it was I think it was night number one for like 14 To 16 weeks And people got sick of this fucking song so, the, so you have that right there, and then another thing that really irks me is me being from Nottingham. Uh, there's a there's an entire scene in a waterfall, and I'm look. I realize, and I when I was younger and I was a bit more dumber, uh, I used to live behind a forest, not 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 Sherwood Forest, but a forest, and I would look for a waterfall just like in that movie until my dad turned around and told me. Yes, son, there's no waterfalls in Nottingham. I'm like, well, well, we're Prince of Thieves. Well, and I think I remember my dad saying, Kevin Costner's a stupid dickhead. There's no waterfalls. He should have looked it up. I, I Maybe par- paraphrase him, but that is pretty much what my dad says. Um, his recent roles, um, Mr. Brooks was a really good movie. Uh, it's kind of like the Dexter movie with, start with uh, Dane Cook, where he's like a serial killer. And... Dane Cook's characters watching him taking pictures of his uh, murders and such, and it was a very interesting role. Uh, I even enjoyed him in Man of Steel, even at the whole bit where he was about to die and he's like, "Hey, don't reveal yourself. I've just got to die right here." He was kind of a dickhead, but I appreciated him in the role. um To see, I do agree that he is a genius. He has this—he has this flair to him. Um I do enjoy him as an actor but his choices of in roles to me it, uh makes it makes me annoyed at him but I do appreciate you know his directing and his acting. So let's go into the second question. Favorite movie you've seen this year. Okay. I see I've seen quite a f- fair few movies. A lot of horrors recently. Emotionally uh, Avengers Endgame. People kind of just get, discount them as like, oh, it's a superhero movie, but consider this this was 10 years worth of work ending. It's called Endgame for a reason. And me, I, I, I'm a sensitive soul, and I have, I admit that in certain sections of Avengers Endgame, I teared up and just, it was, in my opinion, everything I wanted and more in a in a giant superhero movie, the only thing that can come close is if they did a crisis on infinite earth style thing where had like multiple versions of different superheroes that's the only way it could be topped um I feel that Marvel now is going to be on a downswing uh it's, I'm hoping that they. i'm really hoping that they prove me wrong, but with Everything that's been going on, especially with the Spider-Man thing and everything like that I am wondering if this This is the peak That they're going to be at And now It's not going to hit that ever again And I'm hoping to be wrong I'm hoping that if they've Introduced Fantastic Four and X-Men That they have something In mind That will blow us away But I just got a feeling, especially with the fatigue, is starting to slowly creep me more and more. So much so that it's going into the fans. I think we might be hitting that where it's starting to slump, which is a shame because as a, as a young kid, this is the things I've been dreaming of, is these comic book movies where they're all connected and they're all fantastic and they're all experimenting with different heroes. And i'm the type of comic book fan that likes to see the smaller guys and the fact that they managed to do that with stuff like guardians of the galaxy and made those from like smaller guys to like top rank guys is amazing uh another movie i watched uh actually midsummer uh james colbert and me rave about this movie it is such an amazing movie and uh, you you're gonna hear a bit more about him in the next episode. That's a little tease for what we will be watching next episode. But uh, just a heads up. Uh, Midsummer is an amazing movie. They're actually I'm really disappointed because they have a director's cut which is half an hour more and they add more to the story. Uh, stuff that I thought was weak, and they're correct, they're course correcting it by having this stuff back back in. And I'm very interested in seeing where it goes. Uh, unfortunately, it might not be on the DVD release, but I can guarantee in a year or two, or maybe even before that, we will see the the full director's cut on DVD, on Blu-ray. Other movies. Uh, John Wick 3, actually. That, that really subverted my expectations, too. I thought it was going to be the complete end. But then it kind of ruined it for me because then it was like, uh, before I could go watch it, they already announced that Keanu Reeves is returning for the fourth movie uh, I think if I watched it a bit earlier and did I didn't read that he was returning it would have been like the number one movie of the year for me but because of that it kind of I was like my the suspense didn't uh build enough for me because I knew he was gonna survive but it's a great movie and then finally once upon a time in Hollywood uh, I'm a huge, huge Quentin Tarantino fan, and this movie was fantastic. From the from the directing, like I'm not much of a fan of like the old westerns, the old TV shows, but I appreciate you could. See, it's like watching someone who loves something explain something that he loves. If you if if you catch my drift, and you can feel the love from tarantino for this era for this time for this for this style just coming out on the screen and it's just a glorious movie and i it's one of the movies where i've not laughed as hard as i have for the last half an hour of this movie uh it's a fantastic movie uh well cast Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are amazing. Sharon Tate, a.k.a. Margot Robbie, just lights up the screen every time she's on. Uh, There's a super creepy scene when Brad Pitt's character goes to the compound of Charles Manson, and it's just so creepy that apparently uh, Tarantino is going to do a last movie uh, he's wanting to do Star Trek I really hope he does a horror movie because Tarantino doing like just a gritty horror movie will be a fantastic swan song for him because he has that tension and I think he will create one of the greatest horror movies of all time and then the last question and this, this one's very fun um, my favourite B movie villain Okay, so, it, it it really depends on what you consider a B-movie. Uh, message me if you uh, want to correct me. But I guess you would consider, like, martial arts movies, B-movies. So, uh, Bolo Yang from Bloodsport would be a villain. And Bison in Street Fighter is one of the best B-movie villains. Uh, even though it got a theatrical release, I would still consider a B-movie because of the way it, it came off. Cobra uh Brian Thompson and Cobra is a fantastic villain for how crazy he is, and then the fact that he screams his ass off at the end also uh Bennett from commando is one of the best he's just some huge Australian dude wearing chain mail and the guy the actor ended up becoming a power Rangers villain that's how much like. That's how like cheesy he is, but he's so fantastic in that movie. Uh, so that that's that the Q and A, and so now we're going to talk about the podcast and where where it's going. And what I wanted to talk about is that, uh, as you've noticed, I've kind of switched formats, and so I've decided with the podcast that I'm going to have multiple formats. So when you listen to an episode, it's not going to be the same. I, My personality, I don't like to do the same thing over and over again. I like to keep it fresh. And so we could do the one movie. We could do the one topic. I'm also looking to bring in, uh, local directors, local movie actors and just asking them what movies influence them. Uh, i'm looking to bring in different podcasters and kind of take what from their podcast and putting it in like a movie discussion so if you're a fan- if you're a music podcaster, I wanna talk about music in movies and such um i, I like i said i don't wanna i don't wanna pigeonhole myself in one area I want it to be on movies. But expanded and stretched so much that you can, that I can have as many and different guests as I can. I'm not just whole, I'm not just having my friends. I'm not just having comedians. I'm not just having directors. I'm having everybody that, that is willing to come in. And uh, like I said, the podcast is doing pretty good. Um, I've met some new friends and I'm really excited for uh, the, the current guests that I am lined up but have not contacted. But uh, once my vacation's up, uh, which will be uh, the 26th of September, I'm going to be sending out so many messages. Uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, work um, from me starting in September because I'm really going to be ram- ramping up production. Uh, the studio right now is su- such a, a product of my enthusiasm for podcasting Is that I want to give back and show everyone what i can do um as you notice i've become more confident i've been working on different styles i've improved my editing and it's all for podcasting because when it comes down to podcasting in general it's not stress it doesn't stress me anymore it's it's actually a release um when i record an episode with someone when i edit it's so calm and relaxing it's fantastic So I want to thank everyone that listens and uh, the last thing I actually want to do is because I won't be record this will probably be one of my last recordings before I go on a vacation and September the 29th I believe let me take a look at the old calendar yes September the 29th it is a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. September the 29th. It is the second annual Manitoba Podcast Festival. And this festival, for me, is so important. It's one of the things where I went from a guy going, kind of humming and hawing about podcasting. I was doing the podcast, but I didn't know if it was going to last. And then uh, th- the podcast vest- festival injected new life into my podcast it allowed me to meet new people invite them you've noticed like quite a different like slew of people come in and guests on the podcast since last year and that's because of this and i've actually been very involved with the podcast festival i've been talking to the uh, the, the runners and i believe i'll, I'll give a this this isn't 100 percent, but uh I, I will do an announcement if if it is, but I, I believe I'm going to be doing a live podcast in the hallways of the podcast festival, and my idea is this if you're if you're at the podcast festival, I will give you five minutes to anybody that's in there to see how I do the podcast, see how it works, and even just get a feel for podcast itself. I find a lot of people. When it comes to podcasting, as soon as they do that podcast, they're hooked. They they know what to do and they get into it. And I want I want to help so many people get into podcasting by having them on my show. And what I'm going to be doing is on uh, the, the 29th of September, I will be doing the, the the podcasts. I'll be doing five minute podcasts with as many people as I can. And then on, on the 1st of October, I will release an episode of every single person I interviewed at the podcast festival. And that that will be what you hear. And uh, it will be me asking some questions about favorite movies and such like that. So, uh, yeah, so September the, the 29th at uh, the Park Theatre. It is $10 to get in. Uh, it's a great price. Uh, you learn so much about podcasting. Uh, Sam, Stefan, and Roger... Uh, two of which have actually been on the show are fantastic people they 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 have helped me so much in podcasting that just listening to them just gives me just so much drive and determination that if you if you have like an interest in podcasting just go into it just come because you will leave with so much knowledge and so many people you'll leave with like so many contacts from like talking to people because everyone is so friendly that you'll you'll be in the podcast scene in winnipeg as soon as you drop your first episode so that was uh, the episode uh, it's not a long one but uh yeah definitely guys um check it out september 29th park theater ten dollars at the door at the door or you can rsvp uh check it out on facebook at uh, manitoba podcast fest I'll include a link in the description as well. Uh, Thank you to everyone that asked me a question. And uh, another thing, let's let's, uh, do that before we go. Uh, Instagram, I am pretty much trying to keep myself entertained day to day by doing daily posts on Instagram Monday to Friday. Uh, Monday will be a, I'll, I'll be like, Previewing the podcast which will be released on the tuesday the tuesday will be the announcement of the podcast like hey it's available to download wednesdays will be i uh an upcoming movie that's coming out i will show you the poster i'll have a link for the trailer i'll give you my thoughts on why i'm excited uh thursday will be i'll actually recommend you a movie that i enjoy and then friday will be a movie I, I randomly find at a sunrise records or a pawn shop and i'll i'll post it and say hey do you do you want me to review this and uh just comment if you uh, like it uh it's at beaver does movies on instagram i'll include a link in the uh, description and yeah guys just uh thank you very much for everything uh we're about to embark on the 50th episode and i see no sign of uh, stopping just because it it is so much fun and thank you to everyone that listens we've just hit uh, 500 listens overall for the podcast and it is such a great feeling and here's to another 500 more in fact i want to i want to hit huge goals by the end of the year i want to hit a thousand 500 is no good to me i want to hit a thousand i want it i want to, i want the drive to succeed and you guys are, are in for the ride and i make sure it's worth your while i make sure every week is entertaining so thank you guys and uh roll on the 50th episode